The topic of how to manage anger is very dear to my heart because I've lived closely with some who have suffered deeply from anger. The sad part is that these considered hot-tempered people are hard-working, intelligent, and loving at heart when not angry. They are unfortunately, but understandably, disrespected, distrusted, and limited by one trait that, in my opinion, is not the fault of their own making. For I see with my own eyes that they truly do not know how to deal with anger. With heartfelt compassion to all who are suffering from anger, I wish to share. My realizations of the deeper truth of anger, and introduce five less practiced yet effective ways to manage this powerful human emotion. Commonly considered a negative emotion, anger is in fact a healthy human emotion when being channeled for constructive actions. Frequent and destructive rages, however, reduce the quality of our lives because they harm our relationships with others, limit the abundance of our lives, misrepresent what we truly are, and damage our body mind. The first truth of anger is that we are not the anger. But the awareness that is aware of this connective and inherited human emotion—that is why sometimes you can let the anger boil into a rage, but other times ignore it. We suffer from anger because we unconsciously identify ourselves with it, and thus give our power to it. This realization leads to the first effective way of anger management. That is, whenever we become aware of anger, we consciously observe it. When we knowingly observe our angry emotion, we already know we are not it, but the observer of it. Hence, spontaneously disidentifying from it. And when we observe anger. We have already accepted it. Any acceptance stops anger in its tracks, for anger is an intense resistance, and thus needs resistance to grow. In addition, the action of observing shifts our attention from what angers us to our feeling of anger, freeing ourselves from the mind. And thus breaking its reactive pattern. The second truth of anger is that we are angry because, in that moment and on autopilot, we consciously or subconsciously believe that our perspectives or beliefs are the absolute truth. If you investigate why you are angry. You will inevitably trace the root cause of your anger to the conviction that you are right and the other is wrong. 
That is to say, the reality is not what you have expected or imagined. Your expectation or imagination stems from your cultural and social beliefs. When we explore further, we discover that there is nothing wrong with different beliefs. In fact, it's not our beliefs, but our conviction that our beliefs are the absolute truth. That makes us angry when being challenged. For example, when our kids do not do what they are told, we get angry because we believe they do not listen to us, and by default, we believe this reason is the only true reason. Had it occurred to us that they may be too busy to do it, we would not have been upset. In reality, in most cases, if not all, we do not truly know why others do what they do, and why some unpleasant things happen to us. And to make it worse, often we even do not know. Why we say what we say and do what we do. This truth brings about the second effective way of anger management. That is, whenever we become aware of anger, we immediately become aware that what angers us may not be the absolute truth for that moment. For example, when we get angry. That our boss deliberately gives us a hard time. A sudden awareness that our belief may not be the absolute truth can halt the momentum of our anger. The third truth of anger is that our destructive expressions of anger are caused by our unconscious identification with the stories of the mind. Which are basically selectively conditioned memories and subjective perspectives. Anger becomes detrimental to others and ourselves only when we buy into our mind's stories, and let this feeling escalate to a full-blown explosion and express it in harmful ways. For example. We are arguing with a family member. Suddenly, our mind remembers what he or she once said that hurt us deeply. That makes us angry. Then our mind habitually generalizes that he or she always argues against us. Since we unknowingly identify with our mind. We find ourselves saying what we should have never said in that situation. Without the selective memory and the presumption of the mind, the reality is as simple as this: we are exchanging different opinions with a family member. This truth. Suggests the third effective way of anger management. That is, whenever we become aware of anger, we consciously disidentify from any arising story of our mind.
The simple way to be free from our mind's stories is to become aware that this emerging thought is one of the memories or the opinion of the mind, but not the reality of the moment. This awareness spontaneously detaches us from it. The fourth truth of anger is that often we are angry because we insist what happened should have not happened, such as he or she should have never said that to me. Although this can be true in some cases, such argument sustains and intensifies our anger because it fights against the fact. Which cannot be undone. This truth leads to the fourth effective way of anger management. That is, whenever we become aware of anger, we acknowledge the existence of whatever makes us angry. The underlying wisdom is that this acknowledgement immediately transports us. To the end point of what we should do, skipping the futile arguments of "shouldn't be this way." For example, when you become angry at seeing some people abuse an animal, instead of yelling at them, you first acknowledge to yourself that animal abuses do exist in this world. With this awareness. You know your task at that moment is to effectively stop them, rather than blame them. You find your voice calm yet assertive, and you often succeed in what you intend to do. The fifth truth of anger is that, more often than not, we are angry. Not because of an external life event, but because we are not in touch with our innate peace. It may have happened to you that after a prolonged outburst at a provocative remark, you suddenly feel relaxed and seem unable to be irritated, even by harsher accusations. This is because. After expressing your anger fully, your mind becomes quiet, for there is nothing else to think about or to do. In this silent state of the mind, you become aware of the natural peace of your awareness. When you are rooted in peace, anger can no longer arise, for it diffuses in it. Another evidence supporting this truth is that the same external life event often triggers different reactions or responses by others, or even by ourselves on different occasions. This recognition brings forth the fifth effective way of anger management. That is, whenever we become aware of anger. We consciously reconnect to our inner peace before responding to an external life event. There are many ways to do so. For example, 
we can feel deeply into anger. In so doing, we simultaneously feel into our energy field, which is by nature neutrality and peace. We can also sense the neutrality and peace of the present moment, or simply observe our breath. Once we are connected with our inner peace, our response to what happens will be constructive for that moment. If you like this video, please do not forget to subscribe and give a thumbs up, so that it will be brought to more viewers. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.